Hello? Hi. We're live. It's just me tonight. Um, my internet cut out, so I couldn't really record this any earlier. Not that it matters. It's not like anyone's really good mad at me. sure you've heard that we miss you like a thousand times now because you've said it like a thousand times now but you know it'd be it'd be like that um I went for a walk today with some friends went to Cape Carson Park I don't know if you know where that is Adrian says it's an escrow inclined to believe him. I don't know. I've never driven there. <laughs> I always get driven there. I'm supposed to go at 8, but my friend woke up late, so I ended up going at 9. It's fine. It's just a little warm today. I don't really like work, walking um, in the warm unless we're walking to something. I don't mind it at all whenever I go to the Philippines, which is what this weather reminds me of. I mean, it's less humid and more tolerable, but usually when I'm walking in the Philippines, we're like walking in the beach or a restaurant or I'm walking to school. Um, I'm helping my cousin out in the classroom. But, you know. I guess maybe our our uh, our destination was the car. We're walking to the car, starting at the car, walking to the car, the big gold circle. Um, then I slept for um, like eight hours. Which is not nearly enough to cover all the hours I've been missing, but it's the longest undisturbed sleep that I've had in a while, so that's saying something. I don't know if you saw what I wrote about my dream, or if you had time to, but I can, I can explain it to you, I guess. few minutes of me talking here because everyone else is dead. Uh, I was running from these poachers because I had like a real heart and I was in a world where children could be born with clockwork hearts or like real hearts and I was born with a real heart and so I was running from these poachers and I found my way to this factory and they were like processing orphans or children um, that had been running away or something like that 
We were all in this, like, assembly line. I'd like to call it a conveyor belt, but it was more like one of those, those, like, moving walkways that you see in the airport. And we were, we were all in this assembly line, and we were checking each one of the kids with, like, a long electric, electric line of, like, light just, like, passing through everyone's hearts. And if you had, like, a real heart, your heartbeat would make a really loud noise and it would alert, like, the workers so that they could let you go and release you back into society. But, like, a society where it's, like, only people with real hearts and the children who had clockwork hearts were taken to the end of the line and then killed. Um, because, I don't know, they had, like, a had like a, a Blade Runner vibe to it, you know, like the replicants, um, only it was children with clockwork hearts, and I could hear the clocks in my head when I was sitting in that conveyor line, and it was so loud, and I felt so sad when they got murdered at the end, but I didn't really care much because I got out, and they had me choose like a stuffed animal. And I wanted Tigger. Like, in my head, I was like, none of these animals are right because they're not, they're not Tigger. Um, and they were, like, boars or, like, really big rats. And they were things that I didn't really care about. And I was kind of upset. So instead, I asked for, like, those toothbrushes that, that could sing to you, like, in your head. Like, those really old ones that they used to have commercials for on, like, all the TV shows for kids like those ones, and I can't remember the songs for the life of me, but they were really common, and the mascot was like Wallace the Whale, and he would sing to you, and I thought that was really cute, but I got one, and it was broken, or something, I don't know, it was cheap, it was a knockoff, it like barely sang the song it was supposed to, and I was super disappointed, so, whatever, and switch to a different sequence where um, like Adrian had gone on this trip to Chicago and I really wanted to visit him so I like stepped through this portal like this TV screen portal and I was teleported to Chicago and I knew exactly where Adrian was. He was on top of this building. And it was a beautiful city. It was... Well, actually, I don't know if it was beautiful. But it was, like... It had really cool vibes to it. You know, it was dark. All the lights were, like... Shining. In the windows. And the only way I could get to him was with this elevator. And it was, like, a really old, rickety elevator. Like, those old, like old like metal lifts that you'd see um in like buildings but this one was just like a really weird one it was like it was like the glass elevator in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory it would like go up down left right it was just it was like it was like a non-linear well I mean it was kind of linear but it was like a 
It was. It didn't go up and down specifically. It like went through objects and through fire escapes, and I was like passing through all these alleyways and between buildings at this like incredible speed, and like I thought, for the love of God, I'm going to die here. But I didn't. Um, I made it to the top of this building, and Adrian was with his family, and I turned around, and there was just a huge, huge, fucking tower like it was like so big like I thought I thought the building that we were on was pretty tall but like that thing was like wide and massive but like also tall like it was like so big and you know that like feeling of awe when you see like oh my god like it was like that it was like that dream I had when I was like standing on top of the hill and I was watching all these clouds, like, come at me. It was, like, that kind of awe. Like, it was, like, a, it was, like, a heart-wrenching awe. A biblical awe, if you, if you so will. And it was just absolutely incredible. Like, I was, like, holy shit. Like, this is, this is a real building. And then I had to go. And so I went back down through the elevator. And... I was in the middle of the street, and I was about to leave, but the portal had closed, and I saw Heather, and she seemed, like, kind of pissed at me, and I was like, hi, how you doing? And she, like, pointed to the tinfoil I had in my hand, which I don't know why I had tinfoil in my hand, but at the time it made sense. At the time, I think I had a purpose for it, but I didn't have the purpose anymore after I saw Adrian, and she's like, great, you brought what I needed hand it over and so I did I was like okay Jesus sorry and like we went to the airport together because we needed to or something and um we we oh I need to go to the airport and she was going with me we were gonna go back to California because we were in Chicago and um we got on this flight and we had to sit in like this middle bench between like the airline seats because they had to like overcrowd the plane or something like that and we were on the plane and I was like hey that's pretty cool like didn't expect to see you there and also Robert Pattinson was also in the other seat and he was like working on his computer and he was talking about how his keyboard didn't have the switches that he needed but he used like stupid like clicky switches like what an idiot who uses clicky switches wait no that's not what I meant is it clicky switch well they were the clicky switches but they weren't the good kind of clicky switches they were like the super annoying like fucking cherry mx blues like they were like loud and stupid and annoying and I know you don't understand what that means but they're just loud and stupid and annoying they're like they're just stupid. Like, people who use those are stupid. <laughs> and I told him that he was being a little rude. And he, like, told me off. And I was looking at, like, the flight path. And I had, like, freaked out. Because it looked like that we were going to Pakistan. And I was like, Pakistan is not California. Like, I don't need to be in Pakistan. I need to be in California. And I got really freaked out. But you're like, it's okay. Just wait a little. The plane has probably not 
loaded in like the actual geographical markers of where we need to go and i was like okay yeah whatever and looking back at it now it's like why would a domestic flight be prepared to go internationally whatever um and like i was talking to you about my concern about going to pakistan and robert pattinson like it freaked out and i was like and after you after like the plane like threw away its flight patterns or whatever and so that it would show us that we were actually going to california robert pattinson was like god if only someone would stop freaking out and stop talking before actually processing what's going on like nobody would actually be freaked out right now and i thought that was so stupid because one he freaked out before he realized why i was freaking out and that was just being hypocritical and second of all He's being stupid, and why is he flying in fucking econ anyway? Go to fucking first class. No one, no one needs you here. Um, and anyways, the plane started flying, and the runway didn't look the same. It was like a really weird runway, and we went from this, this really, really technological, like background, and environment, and we passed through this, through this like little crack. In a rock and it was so red and, like we passed through it like in the plane and we took off and like suddenly we were in this valley and it was full of like huge like clay or like metal or ceramic sculptures and they looked like like they looked like the terracotta warriors in in china but like bigger and more modern and you know like not warriors like they were actual people like they started out looking like warriors but then they started looking like monks and looking like people that were just talking to each other and like they were these they were big and they were so gorgeous and i wanted to take pictures of them but my camera wasn't working and i was freaking out and then he pointed out one that was like spitting this like huge wine glass and there were like there were like cards in it and I was like, what the heck is that? She's like, those are, you were like, those are blackjack cards. And I looked closer and they were. And then we were flying underneath this rocky overpass. And I saw like this little nest full of like chickens. But, you know, it was like, they were like ceramic and they were huge. And I was like, this is like absolutely incredible. Like it was like the most, it was, it also gave me that feeling of awe. It was like a really, really pretty dream. And then I woke up and but it was nice because I saw you in the dream. <laughs> yeah, that was all. Um, yeah, that's what I did during my seven hours. I dreamt and I woke up. I mean, I've been in like a shitty mood. Like for the past three days, it's just been getting worse and worse, and I don't know why. But I woke up and I was like in an even, even, in an even shittier mood. And I don't know. I'm like so tempted to just isolate and go turtle mode and just like not speak to anyone. But I'm trying to convince myself not to do that. Because it'll only put me in a shittier mood, which will just perpetuate the whole thing. And, I don't know, it's just... 
who's gonna record these things for you? I mean, I guess Lucas can, but will he? I mean, he might. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I just... C'est la vie. Comme ci, comme ça. Yeah. I keep looking at my computer and I keep seeing all this glass and I keep thinking that it would look so good with an aquarium in it. But if I put an aquarium in there, it'd probably fry the fish because it gets pretty hot. Um, but who knows? Maybe it's cooler there than I think. since I'm alone, I feel like I can say these things, but I do like you guys a lot. Specifically Goblin Crew, because, um, you know, we spend the most time together. And I feel like I know you all well. Or I feel like I can get along well with all of you. Maybe I don't know you at all. Maybe I don't know any of you at all. I mean, I probably don't. I don't really know anyone. <laughs> to be honest, it kind of scares me. Because... It's cliche as it sounds. Getting closer to people means... A better chance of you getting hurt. And I'm not really nice to people who are close to me, um, which I'm working on, but it's easier to be facetious and sarcastic and funny when people don't really know about you or like the things that you do and stuff it's not so easy to hide it from people who hang out with you all the time unfortunately There's just so much energy put in trying not to care. It's just a little ridiculous. I made a grilled cheese. That was pretty good. Talked about centaur spines with Lucas. How big do you think a centaur's lungs are? Pretty big, right? You know, because horses' lungs are pretty big. So you'd assume that 
if you add extra mass onto that, like, it would be proportionally bigger. But all the art of, like, centaur insides and, like, centaur bodies and, like, centaur skeletal forms, shit like that, I don't, I don't know. But they, they, they never include, like, huge lungs and... That pisses me off because have you seen a horse's lungs? Those those things are huge. Like enormous. Like horses are heavy as fuck. Like they need a lot of oxygen to get moving because they go so fast. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm nitpicking. They are a fictional and mythological animal anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, we were going to have a one-shot today, D&D um, &D with Joe. Didn't really happen. Just turns out Joe's also not feeling the greatest. You have no idea how excited I am to hear about Joe turning shrooms. I... I love hearing about people's minds, like their thought process, and, you know, like the reason why they think the way they do, and, you know, the formative thoughts that have led them to think certain opinions or react certain ways to, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, so lovely, so lovely. I'll find out when I find out. Um, what time is it? It is 3.42. Lucas is already asleep. Um, my internet cut out. Wait, I already told you that. We were going to sign up for our classes today, which I am not excited about. I, I am just full of so much stupid anxiety. It's ridiculous. Um, but I guess I'm just going to have to wait for later today or tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see if my internet comes back on. It's being stupid. Um, or maybe I'm being stupid. We'll find out. Um, I don't even know if I have anything else to talk about. That's not a fart. That's me making mouth noises. I'm doing it again just to prove to you that was not a fart. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it feeling a little sad or nostalgic not for any particular reason but my brain's trying to sabotage itself I hope you're having fun on the boat I hope being really good friends with Sandy if that's still a thing that's going on I hope your bottom corner bunk is really nice. I bet you get some privacy out of that. I hope that you get to see an orca soon. Um, 
and I will get the chance to take pictures of it. Ferdinand. Ferdinand the unseen orca that will be seen at some point. I know I didn't say it in the chat, but I really like those pictures of Alaska that you sent. Very pretty. I'm assuming the boat just goes around the coast so there's something to see, not just like the open ocean. Um, which is nice because so much sightseeing. Does the crew hang out after hours or do you guys all just go straight to bed? What's it like rooming with literally so many other people? I feel like, because if someone is like mean or like loud or like inconsiderate, then like the rest of the people literally won't be able to sleep. And oh my god, what if you have like diarrhea on the boat? Like, god, that'd be a nightmare. Do you guys just share one bathroom? Because that would suck. That would really suck. And by one bathroom, I mean like one bathroom in like, in like the quartering area is where you guys all sleep. And like, if someone has to go to the bathroom and they turn on the light, do they wake everyone up? And I hope your top bunk person is not loud. And you're an insomniac. So, how's sleeping on a boat like? I mean, I guess, I guess you're like used to boats or whatever because you're a marine, but does that bring you back? Does it remind you of being in the Marines? And what if you get sad and want to cry? Then, like, everyone can see you. There's, like, hardly any place to hide. And if you want to watch porn or, like, masturbate, then you have to be, like, really quiet about it. How do you do that? How does anyone do that? Maybe it just seems more impossible to me because it's not like a thing I do. How many gigs of porn did you bring? <laughs> How many movies did you bring? Oh my god, you're gone for two months. Will you be back by the time I have by the time I have to go for Berkeley? When are you coming back? I always forget. I never remember anything. Will you be back in time for, for Lucas's birthday? Oh man. Will I be around for Lucas's birthday? Probably not. <laughs> Whatever. Heather's invite us is all, invited us all to her birthday party, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Um... I mean, I guess you'll see it when you come back on Discord, but it's August. Her birthday's August 14th. Wait, August 16th. Her birthday's August 16th, but her, she's having the party on, like, the 14th or something like that. I hope people get to come. But it's in LA if she doesn't get to stay over at someone's house later. 
something, something, I don't know. I don't know the things. I just wish you a happy trip. That you're having fun. And we'll get you those line pictures soon. Why would you? So rude. Fucking why? Sucking on a lime, really? Maybe we should just have tequila and then, you know, do the lime thing. And then people can take pictures of us after we're all fucking. Ugh. But, you know, whatever. Alright, I've been talking like way too much. <laughs> I hope you get this soon. Bye, Lauren. Night.